Hello, hello, good evening, everybody. You're welcome to Create or Die Trying with Sagai. You're welcome to the show. Thanks again for tuning in. It's another wonderful week, and it's something, something really important we're talking about today. And I'm so glad to have in the studio with me today my friend and childhood business partner and still business partner and everything else, brother from another mother, actually. Shagun Awusaya in the house today. Thank you very much, Shagun, for coming in. Thank you for having me. He's been around for like quite some time. We've been having so much, just so much to say. Oh, Dan has already joined on Instagram Live. Thanks for tuning in on Instagram. Everybody tuning in, thanks very much for tuning in. Dan, we will be back at you as well. And everybody on Facebook, thanks again for tuning in. It's a wonderful week. How was your weekend? I hope you guys had a wonderful uh, weekend and all that. Now, today's topic, I'm, I'm going to go straight into it. I really do. There's so much about it. I can't wait for, uh, for, for, the, for, for the topic to be, to be based on. Um, first off, let's correct something about the topic for today. We said creative activism. Actually, we'll be talking about creative advocacy, largely because, as explained to me here, my friend, uh, activism suggests a fight, a struggle, a kind of confrontation, yeah. while advocacy is basically fighting for what is right and trying to get things done in the yeah. proper way. Illegal using legislation. So it's basically creative advocacy. Now, let's get the premise for this and why we're talking about this today. I mean, people will say create or die trying. Why are we talking about um, advocacy and what the environment is about? Now, I can tell you something straight, and I'm sure a lot of creative people out there will agree with me. Your environment plays a, a very strong part in how creative you can be or you are, all right? And then even if you don't take about that as a topic, how many times have you as a creative person with your laptop strapped to your back being stopped by the police at any point in time, and then you are called the froster almost immediately. So like, somebody said, I like his hair, nice white touch. <laughs> yeah, it's a classic look over there. Anyway, now the point is that as creative persons, we are usually bundled together with people who are doing fraudulent activities and are often stopped by police. And I can tell you how many times as a creative person I have been stopped and questioned about the fact that I'm carrying a laptop. And now the funny thing is, as creative persons, we can stay in our house and actually earn money. That, in the eye of the people that are looking at us, almost immediately says fraudster. For when I get who else sits at home and just touches his laptop and something happens and money enters his pocket. So basically, you can't connect to that, and then we end up with an environment that becomes hostile to our tools and our everyday creative activities. So that means this is an important fact to us. And I'm sure you have all been uh, uh, seeing and hearing about the MSARS uh, advocacy uh, movement, which uh, also has SEGA is um, tied to. All right, and it's something that I am particularly passionate about because I know what I've experienced through the hand of the police. Now, let's get something straight. You will clarify this as we go on that this is not a police passion discussion. All right, we are creative people and our goal is to solve problems. And solving problems includes some of the problems of, of production, of education, of our society, all right, of our environment, of everything that is around us. So if we have a problem where we are being seen in a particular light or the police is beginning to behave or, or, or treat the environment, the citizens in a particular way, we as creative persons need to come together and think about ways that we can get involved towards uh, solving these problems, okay? Now, we will be talking um, more uh, from his perspective. And I'm, I want to hear Sergei talk about all of this. I'm going to open the floor for him now. He'll, he'll properly introduce himself and get this on. But I want you all to know you can make your comment and ask questions uh, as the show progresses. It's a conversation. We're looking for solutions. We're looking at the SARS police issue and how do we as creative persons uh, join advocacies that actually work towards a better environment for ourselves and for our children and our children's children. 
knowing fully well that creativity is very well dependent on the environment we live in. All right, guys. So thanks for tuning in again. You guys, let's get this show on the road. Saga, welcome again to the show. Thank you very much for having me. And it's it's nice to be here because the last time we had something like this together, we're actually making our bonds and then you know <laughs> we're kids, we're putting wow, yeah. of uh, um, uh, 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 dashboards mm -hmm. of you have to put us together. Cassette days, making remote cars and wow, doing all sorts in our teenage years. Yeah. You know, and again we have we're in our 40s now and we're talking about the importance of what we do and how it affects society. Yeah. You know, bridging institutional gaps and making our work relevant to other people. You know, again, when you talk about advocacy, when you talk about activism, advocacy, whichever way semantics, but when you talk about advocacy, you are trying as much as possible to say that creativity need not be hampered. It needs not be boxed. It need not be stifled by anything, any force, any, 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 um, any kind of any influence that can actually external that can actually reduce your effective effectiveness yeah. in expressing yourself. And when you see, uh, what, we, what we say, uh, what is the relevance of activism, advocacy to creativity? How can you be creatively, uh, you know, uh, involved, uh, involved in, in that advocacy? Yeah. advocacy. You begin to look at expression. You begin to look at perspective. Because perspective is often what is missing when you look at the way people engage. We are no longer in the information age. We are in the engagement age. Mm. And engagement means getting people you know, along, carrying people along. With Actually what getting doing. their responses into it. So it's, not, it's not a one-way one communication. Way no. We are not talking to them. They are yes. getting them educated enough to know about what this is about so that everybody is carried along with the exactly. flow as going on. Now, I, I want to quickly outline something before we proceed too much, just um, for everybody out there to understand this, that the goal for today is for us to look at um, the, um, the movement, the NSAR movement as it is, one, and then also as creative persons and as citizens of this great country, what can we do towards helping to ensure that the, the, the situation that we're addressing is, uh, is corrected and effectively and creatively approached, and also as citizens, how do you creatively handle such situations when they come to you? You might say that you have not been stopped by SARS or experienced any of the bad things that the police do, but when it comes to your end or when it happens to you, what can you do or should you do in that situation? What are your rights in that particular situation? How do you ensure you can protect yourself? Now, not again. This is not a police bashing discussion. We are not trying to say the police are about you, have them removed. In fact, last time somebody told me that the police are all bad, I said, sir, Maybe we should just clear them off the room. Maybe we just have this lawless, no police society where everybody runs around. We know that's going to be horrible. Yep, yep. So the goal is not the ending of policing or the SARS itself, at the but more about a reform, a restructure of what they are and who they are. And there are some things I found out today that I really need to share with everybody. How exactly do we even get here? A situation where the police have become what they are. I tell the SARS issue. There's something about their establishment that you discussed earlier. Please. You see, the thing is, um, we don't the, the police itself, you know, have, there's an act that set up the police, if you look at it. There's an act that set up the EFCC. Yeah. You know, there's the EFCC act, there's a police act, but there's no act that set up that. That was a mind-blowing thing for me. There's actually no particular law or act that says SARS should be set up. It was an ad hoc program within the military regime in 1992. Wow, and it was fast. a stop gap. You know, it was a stop gap, you know, decision to say, look, these people are getting out of hand. Let's put some military men together, a special force who can come out and work with uh, mobile police and what have you. you and know, stop and crime. Stop that. And so the, the moment the politics, the, 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 uh, the system changed and we, have, we went into democracy, 
the politicians did not demilitarize the that police. Particular, wow. So because they did not demilitarize it, they left them for their um, you know, they call it monopoly of power, violence. Something they can use. Tool they can use to continue to keep the people at bay. But right now, it's stifling our creatives. Yeah. Right now, if you have a laptop, you have an iPhone, you are a target. And from our surveys, because we're working based on uh, statistics, we're working based on data okay. and what have you. You know, from our from our, from our view, from our studies, we realize that people from the ages of sixteen down to uh, to thirty five are endangered. Wow. When they see you, they profile you and they attack you. You understand? And they are by attack, I mean they will come at you and want you to prove your worth. Why are you using a four hundred thousand dollar phone? How did you afford? How can you afford it? How you know you are a young how, boy? How old are you? Buying a hundred thousand dollar phone. And I need you to understand where they are coming from because the psychology is this: they are badly paid. They don't have. A, they don't. They are mostly hopeless. They don't have a house. They don't have. Uh, uh, their pension, their pension is not certain, wow. their healthcare is not guaranteed. So they are out there with probably a, a salary that's so meager that they cannot even do the things that they see you do. Mm. You wear jeans, you wear Gucci, you wear designers, you carry phones and what have you. And their jobs, if, they, if, you, if you amortize all their salaries from now to three years time, you cannot even buy your subscription for the internet. Wow. So based on that, they feel that, they feel inferior the moment they see you. You know, and then they want to question you because they are carrying a gun. They have an authority, and they cannot put that the need to show you that that authority, in, in is, there that authority is there somehow. Yeah. So it's a, it's a complex of some sort. So mm -hmm. you, that's that's one of the reasons why we're saying towards the, the advocacy. What makes us successful, you know, in uh, the uh, the traction that we've been getting is because of our approach and our perspective. We're not we're not using. Grammar to bludgeon people in the head. We're not using, we're not forcing people to do right, but we're trying to appeal to them. You know, uh, Mr. Lajiri, I can see you, I can hear, I can, I can see your comments. Okay, Mr. Lajiri, you. Thank you. you. Know, thank you very much for tuning in. You know, so what we're trying to do is now apply ourselves, tell creative people that look, listen, you are in that demographic that is under attack, hmm. and the best way we can do this is to continue to uh, create awareness. Across platform, okay. you know, so, you know, such that we can all have an input in this, and you know, take the message to every nook and cranny of our society. I mean, because when, when we are you, society. I, that's the thing, because when you look at it, we are actually all affected by this particular topic when you're talking about here. And then, as creative persons, you can almost immediately tell exactly what direction it's going. Um, first, identifying what the problems might be. We know that the, the establishment of this particular set of police force stars actually was not completely legal in the particular. It was an adult that was put together yeah. cookies. And then finding out that right now, for the members of the police, and I can tell you this straight out, guys, that I actually experienced and I had a discussion with someone about it regarding the fact that, look, how many of us who actually wish to be police uh, officers or even have members that want to be police that would actively encourage, likely because um, we don't meet police officers that can aspire to great things. I mean, how many times do we see police officers come to the cinemas to watch a movie? So or to say they can buy a big laptop somewhere else. It's like they are, they are by being members of the police, they seem to have this kind of inferior level of living. And that's impact on the way they react to every one of us when they see us. But also it's, it's not an excuse. It's not an excuse. Because they have a job. Exactly. And they, have, they chose that they job. They chose that job. So yeah. they, are, they, are not, they are not conditioned to keep that job. They can always resign and do something they don't else. Have and to and become uh, uh, they can, they can ride a car they, they can become drivers. But, but, but again, the, the, the highest point for me is that my son 
wish to be a police officer, wish to handle to you know to be able to ha handle te uh, tactical stuff and do stuff and stop a crime and actually and stop make crime and actually make his environment safe. Mm -hmm. How do I do this? How do I handle this as a father? How do I begin to express to him that it is a curse to say you want to be a Nigerian police? How do I begin to? <laughs> I mean, do you want to dissuade so, that child from actually yeah. that ambition? And from when we were Sagai Sega, uh, yeah, uh, as a company, that's our initial company. Sagai Sega was a company we both. And in our early years, early years actually. Yeah, so I always tell myself, rather than tell tell a child to stop throwing a stone, I'd rather give him a target and say, try and aim at something. Yeah. So the same way, I begin to say, now I'm a father, I need to put that into action. So I said, rather than for me to say, you cannot dream of being a policeman, or you cannot dream of being into law enforcement, I need to begin to prepare him for law enforcement by letting him know what the law says in a way mm. that the child will understand. Okay. So, and also I need to begin to... Then prepare the society for him. While I'm preparing yeah. him for society, Adjust. I just begin to prepare society for him by getting involved in ensuring that our police, you know, is well structured. They and do exactly what they are supposed to supposed do. What they say they will so do. So the future of my child is on the line here. Sorry. The future of your children are on the line right, here. right now. The lives of every police officer on the street is on the line here because if you miss it right now, change is generational. Mm. We will not have any opportunity. To do this again, anymore. true, true, and that that comes to something, and I, I don't want us to uh, look at that so that we can have a, a beginning for it. Now, the NSARS project that yeah. you are championing, uh, NSARS Reform Police NG. Uh, NSARS is the objective. Reform Police NG is the end goal. Okay. So it goes together; they are not separate. Because when you say NSARS, people say, hey, "What will not be left if you NSARS?" But okay. again, when we end that program, the program can be ended. It is not; they didn't create SARS with Nigerian police. Nigerian police is eighty-eight years old. So SARS was just in nineteen nineties. Like it's a program. Years, it's like for you to say the Ajor, the Ajor, or this street group that yeah, you set up job, in your yeah. company. Your boss said you should stop it. You know, say, ah, no, if we stop it, I will be coming to work. Your essence of coming to work <laughs> is not to come and die your job. It's not to come and put this thing to society. So it's a program that doesn't have anything to do with your job. You know, okay. it's just because, it you know, SARS itself as a project can be stopped. Can be stopped. The police will be reformed. So if we need to have an elite squad. We can have this uh, uh, special uh, weapon and tactics group yeah. who are specially trained, who will only be seen when a crime is there. Because again, what is the essence of SARS? What is the essence? We have had major made, uh, robberies yeah. in Nigeria. They are nowhere they to not be found. There. Police were shot and killed. Seven of them, they were not nowhere to be found. If police are not safe, who are we? So this is why we need to begin to express this. Let people understand the law. Let our creative begin to get involved and lend their voices okay. in, uh, to this, lend their voice to this, so that they can begin to tell other people in ways they will understand, draw cartoons, simplify our message, because people tell me my English is stupid. So they, <laughs> they tell they, you, you know. <laughs> you know, the idea when you speak English and you're alienating people and what have you. So if you, if you understand what I'm saying, put it in an animation, put it in a small drawing, put it in a small poster, and write the message in a way that it can go far. Share the poster free of charge to people. You have contributed. Your children will never forget you for this when you do that, you know. So that's what we're employing you to do. Okay. Creative activism or creative advocacy. advocacy begins to, you know, tell you how you can engage in an a, a engagement age, you know, to pass a complicated message and make it simple across board. So and that, that, actually, that actually goes into something then. Uh, I think we have stepped out. I was going to say, we'll talk about that much later on, but at this step out for now, that means as creative persons, our job is in the communication end of things. Yes. So for what we 
know and what we know how to do is to simplify messages in cartoons, animations, comic books, stories, poems, whatever. Like talking about some, some uh, creative person that already even produces music videos yes. and things about yes. this thing to express yeah. what it is. Now, beyond even that, we are talking about uh, why I asked that question about um, the NSARS and what it's all about. Yeah. The NSARS Police Reform NG program. All right. Now, uh, what it's about effectively, okay? Um, what it's about effectively is to uh, end the SARS project and reform the police system. Yes. Even if you have to form a tactical team or a tactical portion of the police, it should be formed legally with an act and a law that actually protects yes. the police members themselves beyond even just the, the citizens. Yes. All right. Because from what 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 I learned from you now, um, for us as creative persons. Almost our own part is being set out. Like yes. as creative persons out there, for you. education. We need to communicate with people not only just what is going wrong with our society, but how it can be fixed. How people can know about their rights. You know, I think a lot more people will be aware of what their rights are when they are stopped by a police officer. How to even treat a police confrontation or discussion yeah. if they can see it in a medium as simple to read as a comic book or a comic strip or a cartoon strip in a yeah. newspaper. Or a post or Instagram this post, is a post or, 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 or a Facebook post or something. If you meet an officer, because you already know what they are dealing with psychologically, you respect them. Yeah. Ah, sir, officer, well done, sir. Good morning, sir. Exactly. Well done. What are you doing today? Oh, how is your day going? Oh, am I under arrest? Oh, do I need to call my lawyer? Yeah. You, you know, oh, sorry, sir, you cannot search me without my lawyer present. You know, that's what the law says. You are the law enforcer. You are the king of the streets. Okay? Yeah, Give them their cool. respect. Let them know that you know your right. The moment they know you know your right, they'll come out straight. Oh, oh guys, find us money day. for pure water. Exactly. From there, you know this one is hungry. Let this one money. Okay, I don't have change now, but I know you. Don't worry. This is my card. You can always call me. If something can happen, this and they will feel proud. They will feel yeah. you appreciate them. Don't be too confrontational. Don't be too abusive. Don't be too, you know, don't, don't, don't make them feel that they are worth nothing. Because already they have been treated by the system. They are victims of the system themselves. As well. Not just As well. us. Not just us. The police members themselves are yeah. actually victims, victims of the system. You know, and where you come in is this. There's something called the Administration of Criminal Justice Act. You okay. know, it's a law that was uh, promulgated in 2015. And this law begins to, you know, say that, you know, uh, police are not meant to check your phones. Police are not meant to arrest you because you know somebody they are looking for. Police are not meant to arrest you because your husband has done something. Police are not meant to look at your phones, search your body, or what have you, without a warrant or without your lawyer being present. They cannot arrest you without you calling somebody. They can't force you to write any statement. And with these laws, you know, because we cannot divorce uh, law enforcement from law. From law, exactly. You, know, you understand? The moment a, a police goes outside the law, he is a criminal. Exactly. You understand? So it's supposed you to enforce, the, enforce law, the law, not work outside of the law. And you are not going to enforce a law you don't understand or you don't know. So for them also to understand, because most of our leaders like cartoons. So because of that, let us begin to draw cartoons that explain Let's and illustrate this right, these stories, you know, in the positive light towards a solution end of things. Yes. And I think that is the, that that the call on us as creative persons to actually be a part of this program to understand that look. Uh, don't look at the negative of police attack me, police did That's not the real thing. That's what reactionary. You, that, that's reactionary. So what do you do in a situation like this? Can we know the law? Do we know our rights? Do we know how to approach? How do you de-escalate a situation with a police officer? How do you ensure that at any point in time, if you are in a situation with a police officer, you know what to do? Now, us as creative persons, it's our job to find out about this, join movements like the MSARS, and then understand what the goals are, and then know where to fit in. Just allowing people to fit into parts of the program. And I can tell you right now, 
because we are so affected by this as creative persons, it is important for us to be a part of the program. Okay, it's important for us to be a part of it. We must constantly be a part of that. Now, let me just take some of the notes that people are saying out there. Uh, that's my man. Not too young to serve. Power to the people. I don't know. I think we'll be talking to you. <laughs> and then, Allah Oluwakusha says, crazy to realize I've known you guys for ages and played as teenagers with you. However, Sheku is always going way out of line. And I have questions for you. <laughs> you guys always ask your question, you know. I can put the questions here if you want. I mean, unless there are questions that the FBI no, it, doesn't matter, it doesn't matter. We are here. We are, we're live. We're here right, right now. Please, you can always have the questions. Let, there, let's get it know. out there. Okay, uh, Akini Idari say, Allah, how? I'm not sure that's for us. And then uh, Alajiri Sahid was waving to you. And then Akini Idari said, awareness across platforms. Yes, that is particularly important. Awareness across platforms. That might be exactly where we as creative persons need to come into the particular program. We need to support the communication that gets this to the grassroots, to the people that need to be there. And there's something as you mentioned earlier, as we're discussing, like as creative persons, you see, the people on the streets, the market women, those people in those corners are not usually troubled by SARS. It's guys like those that are always in transit, that yeah. are driving around that. You get the pay, you buy your car, you're afraid to drive your car or carry your phone around or carry your laptop around because you know once police stop you, it's going to be 2,000 naira, 3,000, 10,000 naira if they don't rob you of all the money in your account. All right? We are affected by this thing, so we need to pay attention to how it's solved, not just to complain about it. Remember, creativity demands that you ask, what if, how? how? How can it not be? Why should it be this way? And how can it be a different way? And then what if is a different way? That is what we're supposed to express as creative persons here. Now, I have a question, Sega. I want us to actually, I, I really want to fully understand certain things about the NSAS police reform project. What is the end game here? What's the goal? What exactly precipitated this uh, movement? And where is it going? What's the full goal and final goal for this? The thing is this, like I said before, we have the NSAS, which is an objective to okay. shut down, to cut down the cancer. You know, the, the culture of impunity you know, has been built within the system right now, that no matter what you do, since last year we've been hearing reforms as, and it has never been done. Probably they had a badge or they put a face cap on the whole stuff and what have you, move some furniture around. It has not changed anything. So what we're saying is this. This is a cancer. These people can't do anything else other than rob people because they have already, they, that's the it's only understanding. It has been ingrained in the system. So let's shut down the cancer, reabsorb them, begin to get them special help for a PTSD treatment, psychology evaluations, and what are you? training, Proper training where required. required, you know, reabsorption into the system somewhere else where they won't have to go back. Because again, I want to take you back, for those of you who are too young then to understand, um, there's something called kill and go in, so many years back. They are the mobile police you see now as security guards in banks and what have you. They used to be the terror. They used to be the SARS of those days. There was nothing like civil defense. They, all their jobs were splitted into road safety, civil defense, and what have you. Police should be very far. The mobile police is the end game. Once there is an arrest that police cannot handle, mobile police come in. Police and once mobile police come in, they call them kill and go. They don't they ask questions. They just walk start to shoot. And start doing they don't their care own who. thing. If, they are, if anybody arrests you and they say kill and go arrest you, no, your family will not come and ask. They don't know That was how it is. But over, over the years, because of reforms, they've cut them down to size. And we can do that again with this one. You understand? Yeah. We're not doing it out of uh, malicious anything. We have been out there protecting people's jobs and all. So we're not looking out to put people out of work. But we're trying to ensure that the police 
you know, serve and protect and ensure that they they, 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 they don't destroy our civilization. Like they're trying to make their work you know? exactly, exactly what their what work they're is. supposed to be. Well, the reason why we have institutional gaps and we have problems with our institutions is because not every institution that has been designed to do something is doing what they are designed to do. do. Everybody is doing something else outside why they are, they, are, they, are, they are being created. So mm -hmm. this is one of the reasons why we need to get involved because the eagle doesn't fly with one wing. He flies with the two wings. Yeah. That's how it's so. So the people and the, the leadership and the lead need to work together, you know, and come together and get involved enough to move the nation forward, yeah. you know. And if we don't build our people, we can't build our nation. Government don't build nations. They build the people, and the people build, build the, nation. the nation. And our youth here. Take that home. You know, Government are, don't build nations. People, people build, build the nation. nation. If we have, like, Zuckerberg came to Nigeria to empower some people and what have you, all the people he has empowered, if they can freely move around, carry their laptops, carry their phones, use their stuff, test their apps and what have you, freely, they will meet more people and cover more ground. But yeah. if they continue to get raided, and if they continue to get uh, uh, battered and beaten and tortured for being a Yahoo boy, we will not progress as a country. You understand? Yeah. As we speak now, the NSAS movement itself is structured in such a way that we have many moving parts, like a blockchain. Okay. Yeah, okay. And we have we have the hubs for te techs who, who are developing applications that makes reported very easy, that maps your position, and then begin to send SOS to people who can do something about it. Because again, if the police robs you, who are you going who to run to? The call? police? <laughs> no. So because of that, you have somebody to call, and they are not the ghost busters. You understand? <laughs> you know, so we have people who can actually engage on your behalf, get you back your money, and also ensure that they protect your interests so that then when next you get into trouble, we will be there for you. So, so you have that tech. That tech group is there. We also have the legal group called the Citizen Gabble. The Citizen Gabble is a place where we have a hubs of lawyers, volunteer lawyers, you know, who come across Nigeria, who are ready to, you know, take up a, take case, up a case that involves, that involves our youth. So okay. you don't need to pay a dime or be afraid to, when they tell you, we're going to charge you to court. You don't need to quickly bring out all the money that your ancestors have saved for you. You all just need to say, don't worry, if you call my lawyer and they will be able to handle this matter. So if you call us, we'll be able to engage them properly and ensure that we get to justice, even if you go to court. Okay. So these are the things that so we're that's, 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 tech, that's tech, illegal. illegal. Then we also have the CLO or civil society organization uh, organization leaders. You understand that we have the civil society uh, leaders who help us to galvanize people in the grassroots in such a way that they can take this message to hairdressers association, organizers association, association or okay. car riders association, and what have you, so that everybody can equally be protected. It is not about equality. It is about equity. You know, with equity, we that are all, we, we, the, the rule of law can be enforced so that yeah. nobody is above the law. The police themselves cannot operate outside the law. So because of, because of what we are doing, we need that message to go further, which is what we're saying. Activism can actually be designed in such a way that everybody has a role to play. Yeah. So it doesn't have to be a particular group that is, has been turned into a franchise. The NSAS Reform Police NG movement is not a franchise. It's not a it doesn't belong to anything, anyone. It belongs to all Nigerians. It's an, it's an issue that actually affects everybody. everybody. So we can all take ownership inside this and express ourselves within the fold. That's okay. why we're expressing this to you or explaining this to everyone so that we can all understand where we can come in. Okay. So that says something almost immediately. That's Akini Yidari uh, uh, says, can we take this campaign to our universities? By all means. Let me even tell you something this morning. Just this morning, Nagoya University, or Ogun State University, Nagoya, about 30 students were arrested by SARS because they said they were wearing black, black. 
and because of that to them, they are courtists. So they just designated them as courtists, took their case up, transferred their case from where they are to another locality, and they were about to, you know, rope, rope some things on them. So when we, when we heard this, and we're like, well, how, where, why, how, I don't even know how on earth can this happen in a country that has a president? So we got involved, called the people in charge, and they were released under 30 minutes after wow. our involvement. So okay. these are the kind of things we're saying, we, to do. You know, we need to get involved, we need to be our brother's keeper, we cannot afford to be cold and say that's not happening yeah, to me. I don't know anybody, that, I don't know anybody you know, so you, have, you have to be involved, you have to be your brother's keeper, because if you don't speak for people today who are involved, you need to, who will speak for you when you get into do, trouble? Do you want to be a topic for another person's conversation? Uh -huh. <laughs> because we are all a hashtag away. You know, wow. So please don't don't be a hashtag. Be your brother's brother's keeper. Let us get you know. involved. This is actually important, and I I know it. Every creative person out there can actually relate with what this is about. There's something that we need to say here. Let me attend to some of my uh, people from Instagram here. Amanda says, "Love, love, love the topic. So relevant." And she says, "Oh, you people are in your forties. She faints. I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to the gym now." Because we have told you our age now, yeah, saying something, something there. All right, uh, people on, on Instagram, thank you for tuning in. And on Facebook, we have some uh, comments here. Olajiri Said said, it is good, it is a good idea to use cartoon as awareness by showing the different languages you can speak in Nigeria. It will be easy for them to understand the messages you are passing to them. That is exactly true. We need to explore with all kinds of abilities, all kinds of um, uh, channels that this can be taken to. All right. Hold on, just give me a second here. There's a little bit of a technical. Okay, it's just my finger must be something else on the Instagram stuff. All right. So, uh, Adigbe Taiwo Jordan. I'm not sure that name sounds familiar. Yes, uh, yes, he's, a, he's one of the tech guys also. Okay. <laughs> Dow are uh, in transit. Oh, Dow in watching Dow in transit. Okay, thank you for watching. All right, Bros right done. Okay, then uh, Awerele Ibn Shemu said, "Carry on, sirs. Thank you very much. Please, guys." Let's understand something. I'm still going to dig in further about this. One of the things that you have highlighted right now actually gets me you know, to know that, look, everybody's hand is required on deck for yeah. this to actually work. Yeah. We all need to put our, our, our respective talents and abilities into this and involve it towards and ensuring that we can get this to happen. Yeah. Because when it does happen, no benefit. we all benefit. And so then it's better. I didn't even relate it until you mentioned that this has happened before. Like we've had a police unit grow out of hand yeah. that needed to be reformed. Yeah. Now, when the SARS was created, perhaps there was a need for them then. There was a spate of armed robbery and things that were actually good. But then, after a while, this is what usually happens, and I think we see that happen all the time. With hospitals, with infrastructure, with, with everything. We just neglect them, just, and then, you know... They use those facilities for something else. Yeah. They understand? You, you, you arm a group of people to protect a particular house. Now the house doesn't need protection, they still have the arms. The yes. answer, very soon they are going to rob the people in the house. They become the problem. <laughs> they become the problem. Themselves. So unless we're able to immediately know that change is the only thing that is permanent, so we should watch our environment, see what is beginning to get out of hand. Like, South might be becoming more of the cancer it was trying to kill right now, and they might need to actually be removed and then treated. Yes. This is exactly what the NSARS reform police energy is about. And also, we need to also understand that even why as a kid, when we were as kids, when we used to draw and paint and all, we used Monami colors, we, you know, when we used to paint the town red and paint the barber shop <laughs> and what have you. Yeah, barber shop days, you guys should go to Odota and see the barber shops we branded. You know? Come on. So when we were doing this, we, we innovated the entire scheme. The way yeah. Epa used to draw in those days was ah. not the way we, our approach. Epa yeah. was a better and more seasoned person, but 
because we innovated the means through which we engage, yeah. we had what we call a different approach, an innovative approach that makes things better. Yeah. And because yeah. it is better, people embraced it, and they were calling us everywhere. Yeah. I know we knew of a guy who printed his shop recently, and I, and he saw what we did, and had to ask us to come and repaint the shop. So based on that, with this, now we need to begin to tell people that look, you are not too small, you know, to get involved. Yeah. You are not too young to get involved. You are not too. You, you are not too uh, unpopular to get involved. We need every hand on deck to get involved to in this and make our society better because this is the future of our children that we're playing with here. Yeah. If we don't solve this problem now, our children will inherit it. What we allow, we always continue. Mm. And unless we put our foot down to say, this is not in my backyard. There was a time, very old in the 70s, when, when we had bubonic plague in Lagos. The bubonic plague, when it came, everybody was you know, panicking. People were dying and what have you. Like and then the people came together. You know, this, that's why we are started having this town council. Wole, 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 and everything. And you know what? We're going to clean up this you know, place. What we Let's get our environment clean. What Yoruba boys used to call can cancel. You know? <laughs> day. So the town can council came. Can cancel you know, is coming. When it came, they have to, you know, sensitize the entire society and say, look, you are society. If you don't say not in my backyard, you don't fix government it. Government can't it's fix not gonna it. get fixed. And that was how we solved Bobonic plague then. When everybody says not in my backyard, you cannot shit in your house and throw the newspaper over the fence and throw it into my own compound. Not in my backyard. You know, things like that. Yeah. Before you know it, there a job was created. The night soil men were yeah. introduced. People Come on, carry the carry the shit because there were no latrines or anything in those days. So exactly we can do the same thing here. We engage our police officers, let them know what we expect from them. Yeah. I, and, and what the end goal that we're looking at is a point where I will see a police officer and be willing to take a, take a selfie. I'm and willing to say, I met an officer today yeah. and we talked. And we talked and we chatted. And we, you know, in Lagos State today, we have the RRS Lagos. Yeah. The RRS, the Rapid Response Squad in Lagos, they behave themselves. They are well treated. They are well exposed. They were well trained, well traveled. Yeah. Because there is a trust fund for them. They know that if they misbehave, they will lose that money. They will lose their they pension. Have they will lose. lose. They have something to lose. Every two two years, they get new cars. Why? Because they are delivering. And yeah. the same thing can be extended to the police itself. The police. If they behave well, we can extend that program. I can decide to say we are opening a fundraising stuff for them for the police. For the police. And that's that's, a, that's the other end of the beginning. We, we can, can actually even do that as citizens and says, look, right, we want to support no. our police officers and no. then do this. Response for them and then begin to honor them. Yeah. When we were young, we were designing our own cars. Mm. You understand? Know, we have different kind of designs that we ideas. have. Well, that's ideas that we're not seeing on the street, on the street like, now. Like we can design new cars for them and travel. We are well, we are exposed. We know we're exposed enough to know. We can get people into the country who can design special cars that will, that can work in our environment without getting a different kind of uniform, uniform you know, different kind you know, of operation. So many things. A lot of things we can actually create for them, but it seems we must demand that they understand the law and their role within playing in that law. Exactly. That, exactly. that, that seems to be exactly what the problem is right now is the law this is the law guys this is the law you are law enforcers can you please walk within these laws I mean, so that, that, that's like the no. simple thing and then for the citizens themselves to know that guys these are the laws know when you overstep them and when you step into territories where a police officer can say bros they are following me to the station you understand? Yeah, for us to also understand our own end, end of, the of, game. of the game we're all responsible yes we're all responsible they call some countries police states because the police are well fed, they are well paid, they are, everything is so organized that if you offend a police officer, you can as well just kill yourself. Because you, can't, you, cannot be, you can't bribe them. They can't be bribed. They yeah. are well paid. They know what they are doing. They are standing and living their life to protect, to, to protect to their civilization. The and, to the and so uh, uh, right now, it's, we're just seeing a Janice effect. 
Mm. Because the way the system is treating them is the way they are trying to transfer their aggression to back the to the citizens. citizens. So True. we need to behave ourselves like, like as well. And not it's not about a we against them thing. It's about that, that is important you know, for us to note. It's yeah. not an us against, against them. them. No. It is actually us, all of us. There's all a, of us saying we need to fix this. Police are citizens themselves. Okay. They, they live in the so same environment. You live in the same environment. You have your family there. If you start attacking me and my family gets angry, they will attack your family. And then the final you know? thing also, we, we actually should recognize something about the police. Uh, we realize that they live in our society and they have to face the dangers that we have to avoid. Oftentimes, it's a cause of this discordance, whatever, between them and us, so to speak. But the, the truth is, we need to understand and treat them and let them understand that, look, this is our society, all of us, including them. Yeah. And these are the laws we live by, and these are the laws we must operate by so that we can see each other on the road. And let you see an officer, you don't begin to feel your heart jump in your chest, like, okay, yeah. it's my laptop here, it's my yeah. phone here. Psychologically, which SMS looks like we have done like inside? Let me really delete. Psychologically, when our youth are going out, they have to evaluate themselves and prepare themselves am I, am for I police us. ready? Am I police ready? Am I a victim? Am I police am I ready? Target? Am I sure? Am I next? Shouldn't be. You and know? when you are driving on the road sometimes, the moment you see black, black, or you see blue, black, your countenance just, just changes. Change. And then, you know, it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be like it shouldn't that. Be. So we need to work hand in hand. They need to see us as, look, people, we are not enemies. We are trying to get the best out of this. We are trying to change your perspective. We are trying to make people see you in a different light. Help us to help you. Okay, mm. this is what we are saying. That's it. Okay, so let's take some com more comments. Olajiri Saeed, Olajiwala said, it is true, everybody has a role to play. If you see something and say something, this has helped to us a lot. It will reduce rate of crime in Nigeria, which will stop, I don't care, attitudes, correct. And the sunny side of life, sunny relevant discussion, hope appropriate quarters take constructive steps to soften the blow. This is this has caused kudos. Guy, as much as I appreciate that statement, no, appropriate quarters is actually us. All right? Let's realize that. The we government, are the we are the government. We are, there's nobody else we're looking out to, to no do this. Desire. We will come together, prepare something, and then approach other people in other outplay positions, like the, the, the people in government, and say, guys, we have looked at the law, we have looked at this, this is this. Can you please use that your the job you are paid to do, do it on this particular one? And, and, and also what we need to also understand is that it is not the police that stops crime. It is actually society that says, we will not accept this in our society. Because we can notice crime when it's about to start. Yes. We notice the ones that are misbehaving in our society. We notice the ones that are in particular environment. We notice the boys that sit in the corner and smoke. We know what they do in certain areas. We know the ones that are planning. Oftentimes, this, the people who actually commit um, the crimes we call the police for are members of the society. They are, they are with us. They live with us. Which is exactly why we're saying that it is not big guns that actually stop Some crime. Crimes, yeah. It is actually responsible parenting. Mm. It starts from home, it starts from the bedrock, it starts from that core of society, which is the family. So when we begin to, you know, sensitize and talk to people, just like I'm, re I'm grooming my child and my son on the law, I'm grooming them on law enforcement right, right, right from when they are really small, that's what they're going to grow with. Mm. I will not be able to, I won't be sharing the ills of the society with them. Because again, if you are a bank manager and you want to train your staffers on how to detect fake currency notes, there are so many fakes. You yeah. cannot, you know. We can't cover so the all best the thing you can do is show them the original. This, Let them be just so, look out for this look one. Out for this one. This is the original. Once they know the future features of the original, when they say fake, they will know it. They will know it immediately. So that's exactly True. how you raise the new generation, and that's why we are doing what we're doing to ensure that there is a future for our children. Okay, uh, that Raphael is tuning in, waving from Instagram, and be inspired. Is waving like a tea. 
Uh, that's it, Jill. Thank you. And I've been inspired with Bukola. Bukola, Thank you very much. That's Jill said. Uh, just like you said, it also depends largely on how we communicate with them. If not for anything else, your safety at that particular instant. Yes, communication definitely is an important factor. All right. Oluko Yolibiri says on Facebook, good job, guys. You are the real deal. Because of hope, I'm encouraged. Thank you for that. And um, actually, Darren again says, I think uh, the team should have all the false PROs on dial. They seem not to know a lot of this extortion. So, right. Uh, I don't well, know. Well, well, the thing is, this, there's no crime or no intervention that we've ever had that we don't get the PROs, the commanding officers, that's the uh, commissioner of police, police, and what have your DPOs involved in. They always know these things. And the way we go about it, we will make them see. Because again, it's very difficult for people to encounter or face their own darkness or face their, their own soul. Yeah. What we simply do is to shine our light and let the darkness dispel itself. So when they see that, ah, truly what these people are saying and the way they are saying it is that they say, don't worry, we will find this thing. Or don't worry, we will put, we'll talk to the DPO. Or don't worry, we'll solve this case. Don't go on social media, please. Don't talk about this, we'll handle this. And I think so, has actually worked. That has been involved in some cases. And most of the cases that police have solved, they have I sought out, uh, they've sought our help from most of these things, and we've been able to help them solve the case. Okay. You understand? So it, it's really helping when society works together with the um, law enforcers. But again, when the trust and the gap, you know, is there, we cannot really work together and chaos looms. So that's one of the reasons why we need to harmonize our efforts. Police, uh, both the leadership and the electrical police is the closest authority to us. True. So they cannot afford to continue to misbehave like this. They That's should not be the one kidnapping, robbing, and matching us to the hmm. ATM machines. They should know and honor their position. Money may not come now, but as we are growing, we can see their lack. We can see what they are, what, what needs to be done. We have been to their barracks. We've seen how terrible these things are. Yeah. Police station needs not to look like a latrine, a public latrine. It hmm. needs to look like a bank. It needs to look like a place where you can even say, ah, like an, an office. office. An office. Like they walk there, for goodness sake. Police will be called by 6.30. You know, I don't, I don't understand how a police station closes. You know, a police station shouldn't be having, but uh, 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 what's it called? Uh, a chain attached to a generator tied to a burglary proof. You know, uh, wow, in a police station. You know, so these are wow. these are issues. These are issues. So okay. we, we we need to just join hands and ensure that we strengthen our institutions. All those rich countries that you're seeing, they are rich because. They strength they are strong institutions. institutions. And to strengthen the institution, we all have to be involved. involved. We all have to ask questions. We all have to hold them to account and they need they need to be transparent and accountable to us. So we don't need to sit down and say, look, they will fix it. Oh, they are the government, they are the people up there, they will we fix are it. The it's actually us that we need to do this. Yeah. And I from what we have talked about so far, let just let me just try and see if I can outline certain things and then we'll do that. We did. Uh is that we did. Is that me? Yeah. So look, I was wondering who said, is this my second husband? Bidemi? <laughs> wow. Okay, that's been like, like forever. I didn't recognize you now. I was wondering which one did I marry that I was not sure <laughs> where we put the link there. Yes, sir. Well, thanks for tuning in. I totally appreciate you coming. This is the first time I'm actually getting a message from you. Thanks for that. Now, I guess this is what we're talking about here. Guys, as, as citizens of this great country, as creative persons, it's time to put our creative minds, our perspectives, to use to work in particularly reforming the police in our environment by ed creating educational materials, educational posts, educational pictures, educational videos or animation that can actually share not the negative part of policing or the SARS with, with, with the others, but actually what to do, what we can contribute, how we can be involved towards making this thing happen. And I think I'm calling on people, you know how much I love comic books, and I know 
how powerful community can actually be. So please, let's look at how we can come together as creative partners to say, look, uh, even as individuals or together, let's create channels of communications that we can actually use to pass this message across to teach people about their rights. Now, I'm going to talk about something. I ask you some things now about how can people get involved in the answer directly to involve you in this. I know generally there's it's an open platform for all of us, yeah. and we can't do something. Then we will begin to do something. I am particularly involved not just because I've experienced it once or twice, but because I have seen it, I've heard it, and I've actually from a distance. Being a creative person, I've seen these sorts of places on the road, and I can imagine what can go on in their mind and what they can do, the kind of weapons they carry, the kind of ways they look, the kind of dress code they have, the kind of way they even approach you when they appear before you. I'm like, I don't know whether to scream for police or, <laughs> or just submit everything I have in my hand. So my creative mind can prepare what that is. And I also now need to know, okay, as a creative person, here's what I can do to help them and help the government and help everybody here how to deal with this matter. First is how to uh, prepare yourself for an encounter in that kind of situation with knowledge, because knowledge is important. Yeah. So there's no as much as you can about your rights yeah. as a citizen and what to do and say before a police officer of any kind, whether it's a regular police or SARS. All right. Then also, what can we as citizens do to now uh, get the legislative arm of this thing to do? Because the end goal is to legally create a platform for okay. this to be reformed. Let, let me come in there. Um, the social media aspect of this campaign is actually um, creating awareness and giving people confidence to come out to talk about their issues. Before yeah. now, people hardly have that courage to talk about they are being harassed by SARS or they are being you know, abused yeah. by SARS or yeah. robbed by SARS. They don't talk about it for the fear of reprisal. Or some of them feel they forced me to write a statement. If I talk about it, they will use the statement they'll, they'll against They will come and find me, you understand? Yes. So this is, this is, these are some of the reasons why people don't talk about it. But because of the social media awareness, people are now talking about this more because they know that once they talk about it, we take the issues up and we solve the problem for them. So which is a good thing. Now, how can you get involved? You are already involved by being a citizen of Nigeria. So there's nowhere to sign up. That, that's your to, first sign so up free. Free. You're legally on once you're a citizen. Once you're a citizen, because it can be anybody. That's why we're wearing SARS and my neck. My neck. Because it could be anybody. It could be me, it could be you, it could be one of you. You know, because these people are all out there. 3,900 of them. Almost 400 of them. You know, they are, wow. not, they are not 1 million. They're just 3,100. Almost, almost Across the FCT and the entire southern state of Nigeria, which they are deemed to be a black spot. So based on this, when they see you, that suspicion is there because of profiling that you are probably a Yahoo boy or you are a prostitute if you're a woman or you are this and that. We can't go to club again before, you know, without them arresting you and asking you how can you afford to go to club when we cannot even afford to leave. <laughs> you know, so based on that, we need to know how to engage. Even if they succeed in robbing you or what have you, take it cool. Call us. Tag me on Instagram at Segalink or on Twitter at Segalink. I will see your tweet. I will, and I will take your case up. I don't need to know you. I don't need to know your religion. I don't need to know who you voted. No, you drive, no race is required. Just no be Nigerian and, Nigerian and experience this and, and share this. And, and share this. So that's, that's all. And okay. so, uh, so as, far, as far as the legislative aspect is concerned, concerned. Uh -huh. we have gone far. Because when we started, we knew it was a legislative thing. So we called in the Speaker of the House. We called in the uh, Senate President. We had a dialogue with them, a rich one for that matter beyond what we can talk on social media. Definitely. And then from, because it's a security issue. We talked to them about this, and these two saw the light. They saw, they realized what is going on. And the first thing they did was the Senate created an ad hoc committee to look into the abuses 
of uh, police, uh, police, uh, the, the police uh, infringement on people's right. human rights and all. Okay. They created an ad hoc committee on that. And then uh, when we had an issue with the copper that was killed, you know, we also brought them in and said, look, look at what is happening in your country. Despite the warnings and projections that we have given you, you understand, now our citizens are dying in their 20s. A boy was killed in Kaduna, he was 22. A boy was killed in Ikorodi, he was 23. Another boy was, another lady was a copper was killed yeah, was she, was, she was 23. So between the ages of 18 and 35, you are in danger. danger. Hmm. You understand? So those people who are working endlessly and hard to ensure our children don't grow must be stopped somehow. You understand? And we're trying to be very creative at engaging these people to ensure right. that we resolve this. And it starts with legislation. We need to first of all before we can we can before we can do anything because police cannot reform itself. Yeah, what they can do change. is first of all, you know, change or reform the police act. We call it that repeal and replace. Reform, okay, the repeal, police repeal, act. Police That's act. the law that set the police up in the first instance. When we do that, there are order of reporting, the their training, their benefits, the their the welfare, the everything, the way they work and everything can be tweaked so that they can have hope again. You okay. understand? That's number one. Number two, before we even do the police act thing, we need to uh, 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 tweak the constitution. You understand? Mm. Because the police act is enshrined in the constitution. Like the constitution. So, based on that, to, we need I, to, you know, that, I've got to review, got to review it. So, it's like which comes first, the chicken or the egg? So, we need mm. to understand. Because in other countries, it is easier because they have what they call the lobbyists. The lobbyists are former legislator, legislators that knows how things work. And they can begin to say they can design bills and then talk to people within the legislative and then begin to walk them through how problems can solve be solved. In Nigeria, we don't have lobbyists. So we are we are filling a lot of shoes here. We are filling the shoes of the citizen, we are filling the shoes of the stopgap operator who is trying to protect citizens. We are filling the issue of pro bono lawyers, the shoes of problem, we are filling the issue of law, we are also being a lobbyist at the same time. So on the legislative end of personal funds. We are not raising funds from anybody. We are not collecting money from anybody. We are using our personal funds. You know, so people who are who believe in the project can easily say, you know what, for that um, documentary you are doing, I'm willing to give you so so so. For, for that T-shirt, somebody sponsored the T-shirt you're seeing. The okay. main thousand is the, most, is the highest selling T-shirt out there. It comes <laughs> in gold and white and you know mirrored the you know, version, different designs. They are all okay. out there. You understand? So there are many people who have come to say, look, I'm donating a thousand shirts and I'm going to distribute it to anybody that asks. You understand? So the same way, you can be a part of this. Draw okay. a comic strip, make a, 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 a poetry, write poetry, write something about writing do something, something creative. I mean, somebody you know, did a song. I saw a so video. Song. Rugged so Man, I think Rugged yeah, Man was already involved. So many people. Some other artists are actually... Nigaro, you know, so many people. They're advocating for this and they are actually putting their creative uh, talent to use towards, uh, to bear on this particular topic that it is. And as you can see, it is, it is quite a far-reaching thing that yeah. to even fix it, it's, it's far-reaching in itself. We're influencing culture. You understand? Leadership is not about you running for political position or carrying ballot boxes or printing posters. It is about this. It's about identifying a problem in society and bridging the gap between the town and the gown. That is at your certificate and your education mm. as against what is happening in town. Because between the, the time, gap between, between the, town the town and the gown. And the gown. So, so you are applying yourself enough to fix something in society. So when you add a lend your voice to such a thing, you can say, when this thing happened, this was what I did. I was here. In those I days, our family fathers used to say, used to say something. Say, Ogume Lolo to you, Reja. You know that was how many wars have you witnessed? Did you witness?
No. You know, so you can begin to tell your children that when SARS was a was was a cancer, you know, this was what I did, I did to contribute to the future you are enjoying now. Right now. You understand? Yeah. So that's exactly what this is about. That, that's the story we are hoping to be able to tell for the future by what we contribute towards this particular advocacy right now. now. Right okay, now. and I know for a lot of people, certain things are immediately clear if you look at it. Okay, guys, I know typical Nigerian cynicism wants to say. Ah, come on, I'm sure it's a political move and this person will probably want to go for, any, for some political post in the future and all that and they are collecting money for some people. Guys, it's straight out and I can tell you this straight out. This man right here, this man right here, if he's going to do something, he's not going to do it unless he's able to do it by himself. Unless nobody else is going to stand with him, he will not do it if he can't do it by himself. You can understand? That simply means everybody else that's on this is on there because they want to be there. Everybody that's doing this are there because they have to be able they feel the need to be a part of what this is. I am a part of it because I know it is the right thing to do. And By the way, he designed the NSAS logo. Well, so the items are beautiful. We're working beautiful. on a lot more can be done, and that's just a little contribution and from other things that we can do. Uh, somebody says, well, let's see, I've got a lot of comments that we missed now. This is a snatcher there. Uh, Adekule Snatcher. Second, oh, yeah, my first snatcher. <laughs> Okay, oh, Snatcher of the Rooftop MC. Rooftop MC, the first set of my producers that I have, uh, sorry, presenters that I have with OCOKJ and what have you. You know, love you guys. Appreciate all you've been doing. We have a history together and we yes, continue so, to make Nigeria great. Yes, you know? always, always. And then, uh, luckily, I can hear say, you guys are looking for trouble. <laughs> I'm not there. Oh. We're not looking for trouble. We're looking for solutions to the trouble. We cannot continue to run away from things. You I need have. to confront your problems. Nothing grow and, in the comfort zone. And okay? I can say, is this a topic that needs us to keep talking about? Yes, we need to fix this. That last statement is all I agree with. Yeah. We need to fix this. That is particularly important. All right. And also, thank you very much for watching. And then, I love the drive and the passion. Believe me, my brother, we don't do things here without passion. If we don't want to, if we're not passionate about it, it's not going to get done. This show is a testament to that. Every other thing I have done, everything he has done, and this is also about passion. We need to put our passion in the table. And we've been here. doing wonderful stuff since we were 15, 16. Seriously. You know, there about, we've been doing things, we've been breaking bounds, we've been, you know, we've been called names and heretics <laughs> and all. So, this is one of the few people, you know, persons I know that, um, Going back, right, one of the things we decided early on in life was we were not going to wait for anybody to fix our problems for us. Yeah. We were going to create the solution to our environmental problems. Anyhow, we can make the problems go. And we did it for people, not just for us, for the people that were always around yeah. us at that point in time. Yeah. So that is something we have always done. That is something we keep doing. It's a firm belief. It's a passion. It's a way of living for us. And, and, okay? and the, the, the good thing about leadership is that you need to build more leaders. We have a lot of people out there who are doing wonderfully well because we created a path for them. For that to happen. We show them that, you know, what be leadership done. can be done. This can, can actually them. happen. Yeah. All right. Then Tolu to Hilare, Michael said, this is great. And then E.K. Chidole said, SARS should most necessarily be disbanded, period. <laughs> I get you, my brother. I can feel you. Uh, by your mission, I think, I think the most important piece of information today is the subject of citizen policing. Good job, guys. Really good job. Yes, citizen policing is completely important. We stop crime. All right? The police are enforcers of it, but we can stop the crime before it even gets to the enforcement end of things. All right? Um... Says, I think the most important, that's what he says last. Um, Akini Yidari says, well done, guys. We will support. Thank you very much. Alain Yudari said again, says, it is not gun or men in uniform. Just to protest your point, there was an incident in New York City last year. One guy tried to bomb a subway station in Nigeria. Uh, he puts a bomb inside his backup 
back and put it inside the dustbin at train station. Someone saw his movement, looked suspicious, and then alerted the NYPD. They caught the two guys two or three days later. Seriously, it's often about us being aware of our immediate environment and yeah. seeing what is going wrong. It's like one of the attitudes that I've observed as with us as citizens of this country is we often wait for things to get completely damaged before we fix it. And that might actually be the major responsibility on us as citizens that we're not actually carrying out. Can we watch out for the little cracks that are happening? Can we watch out for the little tears on the, little, on the things in our environment? Can we see and observe those little, little things that we have noticed and say, oh, okay, little shame, it's just a child, he doesn't know what he's doing, or it's just, it's just a little lie, or he just stole a little bit of ice, it's just 20,000 ice, so it's no big deal. Those tiny things are the things that grow up into what become the greatest crimes that are, occur around us. So we need to pay attention that way. Okay, uh, just say okay, New York, it puts a bomb. We get that. You know, also, we need to if I take you back to the you know, the this there's this alley cart, this magic's magic's program. On okay, TV, yeah, 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 back in magic's the magic's magic. okay, yeah, that, that program. You know, I used to watch jugglers on the program, and then when you see the way jugglers juggle, it is not much about you know, the catching. Mm. It is more about the professionalism in throwing and the rhythm. So yeah. in the same way, we must not be reactionary. We mm. It must be about how we calculate and stop crime before they actually happen, mm -hmm. rather than knowing how to respond or react to them. Let's not wait you know? till things actually happen before we make things happen. Yeah. We need to understand now, get information now, and, and be begin to prepare our responses so that we don't react. Instead, we can respond. Creative writers have been getting involved, actually. Okay. And, and they, there's a movie out there that is going to premiere very soon. OK, I guess that's, that's in tune to yeah. Please reach out to creative writers, directors, and producers also. This should be branded as a national movement. It's an SOS. Yes. So creative writers have been involved, you say? Involved, yes. A lot of people. And you like, well, we welcome more. More more are welcome. We want you to We want as many people as possible. We will support you. We will push. We will if push you have a story you that you think can actually communicate this well, and once it's produced, please reach out to him, reach out to me. I will link up to as many people as I can to ensure we can get this done. We can even do short animation features that we can put on TV. So, uh, short radio features that we can put on radio. radio. So when skits. you're in traffic, you're do skits. Skits. We skits. skits. We call videos. Do a live Let's program. Let's do something. The environment. This Let's talk. This, you know, let people be so aware. We don't have national orientation anymore. They use it for propaganda now. So let's, and, and, and right to. now, we don't need TV. We are always, always online. We, Let's use the platform. We, we, we are online right now. We are the kind of TV right now. So you look please, at this. Please. All right, Mr. Kent, you know what I say? Well done, guys. If the planned addition to the police force has already taken place, we would have a force strength of 650,000 to a population of over 180 million. Plus, it is obvious that our police force does not have the number required to police our country, which isn't only about the population, but about our physical parameters, our perimeters. Where does this leave us? The people must get involved in the policing of their environment yeah. by being observant of what's going on around them and being proactive. That is what this show is about. That is what this topic is about, being proactive. Okay, it goes on. Now, SARS is another issue entirely. There are only two things to this issue. The MPF must retrain their men and more importantly, pay them well. Secondly, any Nigerian who intends to move around should ensure that he or she does not conduct themselves in a suspicious manner. If they are still unfortunate to be harassed by SARS officers, cooperate and then get away from them before you think of uh, how, what do you think of what? Uh, think of reporting the incident. Life is more important. When you are dead, no amount of advocacy can bring you back to life. So you must be street smart, learn how to address the officer civilly, even when angered, so you can live to tell your story. We are in this 
together. But I mean, you are completely on point with that one. It is up to us. Like that number says, they are not enough, nearly enough for all of us. Yeah. So we need to be their eyes and ears. And then we also need how to behave when we are before them. They have a job to do. It's frustrating. It can be crazy. It can drive them nuts. They can actually be psychologically imbalanced themselves. Yeah. But you as a citizen should learn just respond differently so that you can report such incidences towards helping them by actually reforming them in the long run. So that will be what this is about immediately. We are in this together. In fact, that is the last uh, statement from, from Mr. Yemide that says it all. Whether you're a creative, and I believe every human being out there is a creative, but whether you're actively involved using your creative uh, capabilities and talents to earn a living, or you are not, but as long as you're a citizen of this country, we all need to understand that the environment we live in, the society we live in, is ours. People constitute a society. Buildings, objects, cars don't make a society. It's the human beings living within it that make that society. And the society, in turn, becomes an entity that can actually affect the lives of the people in that society. And, and also, interestingly, just as the gun represents responsibility in the hands of the policemen, Police, yeah. your gifts, your talents, your know-how is also a responsibility in your own hands. Because Simple if you guys. don't do stuff, to ensure that other people don't become victimized, then you need to blame yourself as well for not getting involved. So guys, we are all in this together. This is our country, this is our environment, this is our society. We must begin to look out for creative ways to solve the problems we find within that society. Thank you very much for tuning in on Instagram Live. I think the Instagram just went over. That's a one hour time limit that just went off. Thank you again for tuning in if you can hear me out there. And then everybody has contributed and watched these shows, you guys, Ah, awesome. Now note this, this episode will be available as podcast on Anchor FM by tomorrow morning. If you missed this, check it out again tomorrow. And please reach out. Whatever it is, whatever story you got to tell, however you want to get involved on the SAR movement, on the MSAS police reform yeah. engine movement, please get in touch with Sega. Check Sega, link, Sega, on Sega link on Twitter, Sega link on Instagram. Check on, on Facebook. Facebook. So look out for that, and then you can always check this uh, video and the comment section to find out more about this. Please, guys, it's our country. Let's make it work. And until we see next time, next week, remember to always, always create or die trying. All right? Wale Oli, I see your message. I can't read it right now. I'll see you guys next week. Have a wonderful time. Bye-bye, guys. See you. See you, guys. <laughs>